Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode, I'm here to talk to you guys about sex from the female perspective. And the question that this episode is digging into is if you're having sex consistently with your female partner, does that most likely mean things are good in your relationship? Like everything's okay. Like, oh, I don't need to have the talk with her or check in on the relationship because we're having sex all the time. So things must be good. That means no, things are not necessarily good. Things may be good, but not necessarily. And this is where a lot of guys fail to realize that women are more likely to have sex with you. Not more likely. Women are will have sex with you if they feel no attachment at all to you. They will still do it. So things could be horrible. Like your relationship, she could be about she could be ready to dump you and she'll still be having sex with you 3 to 4 times a week or more. And you know, it seems it seems weird. I don't know if guys are like this, um, but they do make this assumption that things must be good if we're having sex. Therefore, I don't have to have an emotional discussion because, you know, my needs are being met. I feel like I'm meeting her needs. Um, you know, at least in the bedroom, like she's having orgasms. So things must be good. She seems into my body. So we must be good. And this is where men and women kind of differ in that scale of what what means our relationship is good. For women, it's more the emotional bond and connection and the fact that she feels she could trust you talking with her. And men, on the other hand, is men's men want their physical needs met more so than their emotional needs in a relationship. You know, you ask any guy and he's like, I just want a blowjob. Like, if I get this many blowjobs a week, like, I'll be set. Like, that actually meets my emotional needs as well because it gets rid of my stress. It makes me feel like, you know, she cares about me. It makes me feel like... You know, and I'm not saying that all you guys care about is sex, but it, it does take up a big part of your concern in a relationship if you are getting sex. It kind of eases the tension on things, where for women, it's not not like that, the majority. And I'm talking the majority of men and women feel this way. Of course, there's there not everyone is going to agree with me on this, so just throwing that out there. Um, but you guys need to pay attention to having that conversation of just checking in and making that a consistent thing. Because if you're not checking in with one another and you're just making assumptions, then she could possibly leave. Like you could be sleeping together one night and then the next day she's out or telling you she wants a divorce or wants to break up and you're going to be shocked and confused by it. And the thing is like emotions when it comes to women, emotions don't have to be tied to that sexual experience. Like she doesn't necessarily even like you if she's having sex with you. She might be doing a lot of women do it out of, out of, you know, just to get their needs met, first of all. Um, so it's not because she's feeling connected to you. She just wants to get off. 
she's using you as a way to get off. Um, another reason may be that a lot of women feel as though they owe you something. Maybe you're the financial provider of the family or maybe you just did something for her. So she feels like, oh, I, I owe him one. I'll just sleep with him, you know, and then whatever. So a lot of women feel that way too. You know, there's different reasons why they will sleep with you that don't have anything to do with caring about you or really loving you. And you always think like, oh, well, that's more of the guy mentality, right? Where guys just want to get laid. Like in our society, it's just known like guys just want to get laid. But women just want to get laid too. You know, like we're the same way. And regardless of even if you're in a partnership, you can still have this mentality. And women do still have this mentality just as men do, you know, but it's just opening. I'm opening your eyes the guy's eyes to the fact that women do have this mentality and you have to be aware. And by being aware, it's about being taking precautions too as to, all right, well, how do I know if things are good then? If, you know, there has to be, there's more to it and there's always more to it, you know? So so what you want to do is have that discussion with her and make sure that first of all, she's getting her needs met in the bedroom. That's something I feel men need to verbalize a lot more and affirm uh, reaffirm with her. Like, are you, are you having real orgasms? Are you actually, are you feeling 100% pleasured? Is there anything I could do more for you? You know, and that's like, not always the discussion you want to have during sex, (laughs) but like, that's why it's good to have talks maybe once a month or something just to check in to say, Hey, like, how are you feeling about us? Like, is there anything I can, you know, do to make you feel better? You know, emotionally, sexually, is there anything on your mind? And that's opening the door for her to say, oh, yeah, actually, like, I really love when you do this, but, you know, maybe you could do this more or whatever. It depends how comfortable you guys are. But when you check in like that, when you ask questions that are more specific, it allows her to say, okay, well, he's obviously in this place where he's accepting, you know, criticism or accepting. So I don't have to worry about him getting, you know, hurt or feeling rejected or getting mad at me. I could say what I honestly feel. And that's what it takes to be a good listener, guys. Um, When you're asking the right questions and then throwing the ball in her court and letting her, you know, run the conversation, then she feels like she can trust you because she can put out her true feelings and you will accept them. Um, What's what's scary is when you feel like the person can't listen to you or when you feel like they do get butthurt over, you know, over things that maybe you have a concern about or you know if you say something that they're not pleasing you sexually they're going to get they're going to flip out and say that you don't either you don't please them sexually you know and have those more interactions that are based upon insecurity so in order to show your stable partner you know emotionally um physically and mentally you need to have these talks and you need to be open to being criticized cuz hey she might come back at you and be like actually i haven't felt honestly pleasured in the last 3 months and you have to be ready to handle that and have a conversation around that before, without you flipping out, without you feeling rejected or feeling hurt. Like you have to take it for what it is and ask her, okay, what makes, what exactly makes you feel that way? And what would you like me to change in order for you to be pleasured? What needs to change? And it's listening to each other in that way. Okay. And the only way you can listen is if you open your ears to listen and you give her time to talk. You can't listen if she's not talking. You can't listen if you're always the one talking or giving advice or telling each other, telling you both what you think is the best plan. And that is, it does come across as though you should be doing that as a male, like you should be taking the lead on things, right? And you guys have that mentality of, you know, I'm just going to like show her 
you know, show her how it is right now, show her what I think the best solution is, and then hopefully she agrees with me. Like, I want to show her I'm strong enough to handle all this. And that's great. And women do love that. You know, it's very attractive when a man takes charge and says, all right, this is what I see. This is how I think we can solve it, how we can move forward. What What do you think? Let's do this. But the mistake that men make often in this leadership, let's do it this way role, is they don't ask at the end of giving their ideas, they don't say, what do you think? Or now your turn. Now you tell me what you think is the best way to go about this. I want to know if it matches up with mine. Or I want to hear your perspective just because I want to hear you out. I want to know what's going on in your head, you know? And sometimes it's really good to throw that out here first and say, you know, I have a plan and I know what to do, but you want to go first or who it, it includes her, you know, it actually makes her feel like she's part of the conversation and she's part of the solution. And she's part of the plan of action. And sometimes women won't really want to be that big part of the role. They'll just be like, well, I want to hear what, what you say. And then if you say it, she'll be like, yeah, it sounds great. Let's go. And then, you know, like if you ask her, does she have any input or anything to say? And she says, no, I really loved what you said. And you could ask, what part did you love about it most? You know, it's just keeping her involved, even if she tries to cut herself off and just keep her a little bit involved and and make her, I mean, like I'm saying, even if she doesn't want to be that involved, keep her a little involved. Like always try to, always try to make her a part of what you're brainstorming or the solution you're coming up with. Um, because that allows her to trust you. That allows her to feel like, wow, he cares what I think. You know, he wants me to be a part of this. That means something. And it does mean something. So, you know, taking it back to um, sex, if you just make assumptions like, oh, everything must be good with us because we're having this physical bonding experience, um, it's not necessarily true. So I'm just putting that up there so you guys know, because I feel like a lot of guys, you know, I did a poll on this. The majority of men thought, yeah, everything must be good if we're having sex consistently. So it's really just about having that conversation and opening up your ears to listening um, because that's going to provide you guys with an even better sex life than and a better bond in that within that sex life. So I just thought it was interesting. It was an interesting point to make and to hear responses from you guys. And I know a lot of you in the Facebook group, at least, um, said, yeah, it's definitely it definitely makes me feel like everything's okay. But I know that there's also more on top of that. Like there's we got to check if communication's okay, and we got to check, you know, how often we're talking, how often we're having date nights. Is there a lot of touching and flirting? So yeah, there's certainly other elements, but um, but that's when you have this talk to cover all the elements, make sure everything's on track. That way you don't hold resentment and, you know, go about your days month after month, kind of like feeling like each other's hiding something and it's too late to the point where now it's awkward to bring something up because you don't even know what it could be about. So you really want to nip anything in the bud as soon as it happens. And by doing, by having talks like to check in every month or so, every two weeks, whatever you feel is needed based on your relationship, then then that's really the way to go. And especially in the bedroom, when it comes to sex, you want to make sure that she's being pleasured and you want to have that discussion. Because if you're not being pleasured and you would like more blowjobs or more quickies, like that's your time to state it. <laughs> but you can really only have an effective conversation of asking for those things or asking for a little shift in your sex life if you open up a conversation to discussing that, right? You can't randomly be like, why don't you give me head? Like you never give me head. And some guys will go about it this way when fr framing it in that way doesn't make any woman feel 
more attracted to you or in the headspace of saying, yeah, oh, that like, that makes me want to give you more head. <laughs> like you complaining about it or you judging her for not doing it is putting her in this, in this negative place of, okay, like what did you do to deserve head? Like what do, why should I be giving you head? You know, that doesn't, the way you, the tone of voice and the way you ask questions will get, will most likely um, translate or have a direct correlation to the type of response you get, right? If you're asking a question in a derogatory tone, then guess what your answer is going to be like, all right? You could predict it just based on the tonality you use. So you really want to be careful of the setup you have for conversation around a tough conversation. You want to make it an open, trusting, safe place. And in order to do that, you have to pay attention to your tonality. You have to pay attention to your body language. You know, are you, are you open? Are you loving? Are you gentle? Um, in your tonality, are you soft? Are you clear? Are you loving? Are you communicative? Are you taking space? Are you breathing deep? Are you talking nice and slow and assured? All right, this stuff is really important because then if you're asking questions while in that body state and in that nonverbal communication, it's going to translate to her and she's going to feel like she's safe. She's going to feel like she wants to talk to you about it because you're opening up and making her feel comfortable. So she's going to want to do the same. And then that's going to determine, you know, the answer you get. And even if, you know, you ask her in a softer tone, you know, like, you know, I'm just curious, like we, you know, we used to, we used to have a lot more sex and now we're, now I find that we're not. And I'm just wondering, is there anything on your mind that's making you not want to sleep with me as much as you used to? And give that to her and really act concerned and feel concerned because you are. You know, too often we right away go into putting up this front or saying something like, you know, like, well, I'm I'm pissed about it. Like, she should know how pissed I am. And it's like, that's not going to get you anywhere, though. It's going to make her pissed. It's going to put her in that defensive place of now feeling judged and defensive and wanting to react based on her emotions instead of actually listen to your concern. So go back to body language. Go back to nonverbal communication. And that has everything to do with how often you're cursing, you know, your grunts the tone of your voice? Are you gentle or harsh? Are you lashing out? You know, are you rolling your eyes? That's a big one. Okay. That's a big one that can throw a lot of women off. Um, could throw anyone off, right? Like you'd feel the same way if she's rolling her eyes at you. So just really pay attention to how you're bringing up a discussion. What does your body look like? And what is your nonverbal communication, which is usually your body, (laughs) but I'm talking like your your physical presence and the way you're talking, that is what matters. And that is what's going to get you the answer you want. So like I said, if you want a gentle answer that ha- that is very clear and loving and explaining exactly what's going on, then you have to come across that way in your questioning. So that is it. If you guys any have any questions, feel free to jump in the the free Facebook group I created for men. There's there's about almost 40 guys in there and I'm on there in the daily just posting stuff I think would be beneficial for you guys, but also, you know, I'm open to any discussions you have. So, if you want to join the free Facebook group, all you have to do is click the link in the description of this video and I'd be happy to invite you in. Um, we could have more, you know, conversations like this. If you have a personal situation, we can schedule a call from the Facebook group and you know, you could hop on the phone with me and and discuss a little further if that would help you. But yeah, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoy this, got some value out of it, and that you're having a great day and you're staying safe and happy. 
Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you soon.